Welcome to the hashtag Walk With Them podcast. Greetings once again, educators, inspirers, influencers, and all you people just trying to make this place a little better. My name is Christian Alberto Ledesma. I'm an assistant principal in Minneapolis Public Schools at Roosevelt High School and your host of the hashtag Walk With Them podcast. Now notice I keep saying hashtag because the title is hashtagged itself. I want it hashtagged that way because that's what people are doing to be able to track things down when you Google, when you search Twitter, when you search anything, you hashtag things. So, gotta spread the love, folks. Hashtag it, hashtag walk with them. If you ever want to reach out, please use the Anchor app. Anchor FM is the app I'm using to create this podcast. You can join. It's pretty simple. You can call in. Uh, there's an applause button if you'd like. Or if you're on Twitter, follow me at Mr. C. Ledesma. That's the at sign. M-R, the letter C. L-E-D-E-S-M-A, at Mr. C. Ledesma. Follow me, message me, let's enjoy some conversation around the topics that we will be discussing. As this is the first official episode, episode one, I want to tell you a little bit about what we have in store. In this episode, I'll, I'm going to be framing up how hashtag walk with them came about. This isn't an overnight project, but since it is my first go at podcasting, it's going to be a little rough, so please... I do ask for some grace. Along with that, I'll tell you about a book I just read, uh, Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk, which is partly responsible for this thing kicking off right around now. And finally, I'm going to wrap it up today by telling you about some of the projects involved with the podcast that I'm really excited about, so that you know what's in store, and hopefully you'll keep checking back. This podcast was born out of um, three things. A childhood dream, a desire to share the stories of students and staff in public education, and a genuine desire to help us as educators be our best for the people who matter the most, our students. And all of that snapped into action just this week after finishing this book that I'm going to tell you about. But first, I need to tell you a quick story. Just a couple of weeks ago, I sent a fan note to Giselle Ugarte, a local radio personality on Go 96.3 FM, right here in the Twin Cities. You should check him out, by the way, gomn.com, or you can easily say enable go 96.3 to your Alexa app. She'll hook you up. So anyway, in my note, Giselle, to Giselle, I was high-fiving her for the wonderful job she's doing, and very important to me for representing the Latinx community in the Twin Cities and on mainstream radio. Growing up in New York City, the only Latino or Latina radio DJs and personalities were on the Spanish-speaking stations. Latino kids like me, who grew up here in the United States speaking English and enjoying a wide variety of music, had no visible Latinx influencers on mainstream radio. And so I'm glad to have her here in the Twin Cities and be a positive influence for my Latinx kids here in Minneapolis, my students, and my own children. So along with that, I was reminiscing about a time when I wanted to be a late-night radio DJ, and here I am, 10.30 at night, sitting in front of the podcast, headphones on, pretending to be a DJ, right? So it was a dream for so many years, and it was a dream that was squashed in minutes. I was 16 years old, so probably about 22 years ago. In my high school, Stuyvesant High School in New York City, it was, they were trying to put together a radio station. They had just got some sort of antenna and maybe even a call sign. I think it was WSTY radio. 
I went in for the tryout for DJ, and they had me sit on a stool, headset on in front of a real radio mic. I had to introduce myself and give myself a DJ name. So I went with DJ Chris Led, because, you know, Christian Alberto Ledesma translates so well to DJ Chris Led. I thought I had it. Done deal. So I talked some, introduced some music. Then they handed me a piece of paper just out of nowhere that said breaking news. Now remember, this is the mid-90s. Knowing the immense importance of radio in disseminating news live back then, I sat up a little straighter, little sweat beads probably built up on my brow. I leaned in, took a breath, and read from the paper. It said, This just in. A kangaroo has escaped from the Central Park Zoo and is currently on a rampage. Dozens are injured as the kangaroo frolics and hops along the meadows on this beautiful spring day. So I, bur I burst out laughing. Couldn't hold it together. I mean, guys, a kangaroo escaped from the zoo. It's on a rampage. Well, the guys in the booth were pretty serious about this stuff. And... They had me try three times, but I couldn't keep it together. In a bit, they said, thank you. I put the headset down and left the booth, kind of embarrassed and not really sure what had just happened. And they never called. When I popped my head into the office a couple weeks later, they just smiled and said they decided to go in a different direction. And that was it. That was my dream of being the DJ. I kind of kept this dream in the back of my head and didn't really talk about it much because according to my family, I was going to be a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. I went to college at NYU where I briefly dreamed of working at WNYU, the college radio station. And then I heard them. They were so smooth and knew much more about music than I ever could. Plus, as a first-generation child of immigrants and First in my immediate family to go to college, my hustle was in getting that college degree. I had to focus on that. And we'll have to talk about that experience and all those pressures on another episode. But there went the end of my radio dreams. Until about five years ago. I had the good fortune of being interviewed on the Ritual Podcast, episode 34, if you have time to listen. I'll put it, I'll put the notes in, uh, or the link in my notes later. Rich Roll is, if you don't know, an author, kind of a vegan social media guru. He and his wife, Julie, just put out these amazing cookbooks that we love. Has, a, has an amazing story. He's a vegan ultra-athlete. Well, Rich Roll had heard about a school that I helped to found and worked at as a science teacher and school wellness coordinator. It's called the Active Elementary Learning school and we had done something pretty amazing pretty remarkable we had overhauled the breakfast and lunch program to create a vegetarian more whole food plant-based meal program at no extra cost to the students or city department of school foods i spent a couple of hours with rich and my principal at the time bob groff touring the school and being interviewed and for that hour or so of the interview we shared stories we got vulnerable with my family medical history, Bob's medical history. Part of the influence for creating a healthier lunch program is our own story. It was wonderful to share ideas, inspiration. 
we took it at a pretty easy pace. I mean, it was just us, this famous author and ultra athlete having conversation. The podcast idea was birthed, but again, priorities. I had a young, growing family. Students to grow and nurture. There wasn't much time to learn how to do all the things. Find the equipment. I mean, I saw Rich walk into the office that day to set up his podcast, and he had a suitcase with all these headphones and fancy microphones and buttons and knobs. I didn't have time for that. So the dream would have to wait. So then fast forward from 2013 when the Rich World podcast happened to just a few weeks ago, a teacher at my school comes up to me and gives me a heads up. Kids are going to be hanging out in the hallway, cell phone in hand, creating podcast episodes, interviewing folks for a final project. A little bulb went off in the back of my head. Wait a second. You can do that now? You can podcast from your phone? And in my head, I thought, of course, you slow monkey, you. Of course you can. Our phones can do anything. It's 2018. This is the future. We live in the future. And so I thought, I have to figure this out. I have to figure out how to do this podcast thing from my phone. And then my third child was born. So now I have three children under the age of seven. And the idea sat for a bit. My child is now two and a half weeks old. So again, this is happening pretty quickly. But it's been an ongoing project in my head. For any of you who have newborns or have been around newborns, you know how crazy and hectic life can be. Throw in a couple of other kids and it's wild. But you also know that there are quiet moments where you get to hold a newborn because they sleep a ton. So during those quiet moments, I went ahead and, and bought Gary Vaynerchuk's new book, Crushing It, on Amazon. I read it in about four days through all these naps. And in between all the other madness, boom, we're here. So what is it about this book? I promised a quick review, an explanation. Gary V, kudos to you, brother. Solid book. For those of you who don't know, Gary Vaynerchuk took his family wine store business and jumped into the online world, made millions, and took his learning to social media. If you ever want to be inspired to make money, more money, build your brand, if you want to be inspired about life, about crushing it, about doing your best, about being human, about just being a good person, Gary is your go-to guy. Google Gary V. You can look, uh, you can spell it as V-E-E. -E. And get started on any platform. The guy is everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Even on the Alexa skills thing now. As a public school educator though, my interest in Gary has nothing to do with money or brand. It has more to do with the sharing of ideas. The influencing. And something he goes back to again and again. On social media. Um, in his writing. In his podcast. It's about being a good human. It's about empathy. He works his butt off, but then genuinely spends time with his employees and his fans. I've never seen a celebrity of this magnitude interact with so many people on the various platforms. You tweet at him, he tweets back. You stop him on the street, put a phone in his face to interview him, he talks to you. He generously shares advice, gives people pep talks, all in the hope that they're going to go, do well, be happy, crush it. And that love and energy is inspiring and infectious. So I, I picked up Crushing It. I won't give away too much because 
I do want you to read this book. Read the book. As an educator, the learning from this book is pretty easy to connect. He details what really matters, which he lists in the book as intent, authenticity, passion, patience, speed, and speed is about efficiency, work, and attention. Translate that any way you want. Intent, authenticity, passion, patience, speed, work, and attention. If you're an educator, you know all of the above matter. What this book did for me, in addition to tripling down on the importance of empathy and relationship, was to challenge me to think of social media platforms as a way to connect and communicate. If public school education was a brand, our messaging has to be directed at students and their families. As someone on the inside, I can tell you that our method of communicating hasn't changed in decades. We write letters home. Sometimes we use automated phone calls. That's the fancy technology. But we're also using Facebook and Twitter as message boards. Kind of we're, we're posting a flyer on the internet to help inform families or inviting them to events if they happen to catch it. So this is where my brain went. What if we did what Gary V does? What if we use the social media platforms the way that current younger modern humans are doing and and younger you can determine that for yourself but what if we hold conversations on social media and not just post flyers what if we use uh, facebook live for example as a format to interact with families and students have a set date and time where you're going to make announcements in the evening for people at home to be able to hear and see and then save those live broadcasts so that when they do go to facebook they see a more human presentation or invitation as opposed to just a flyer. What if instead of just posting the flyer, I went to the platform that all my kids are using, Snapchat, which is scary for a lot of educators, and create a story that builds up to an event. If you don't know Snapchat, you, you post little snippets of pictures or video, and the idea is that it builds into something or it tells a story. Now, I don't know if this is going to work. I still don't trust all these different social media platforms. And I say that simply because I haven't immersed myself in them. It's like anything new. I'm 37 years old, going to be 38, and I, uh, actually 38 in two days. This stuff didn't exist back when I was growing up. And anything new is a little scary. But, folks, we are falling way behind in the public education world. So maybe it's time to step out of the comfort zone and snap away. And as someone who lives to influence kids positively and help them grow, what better way to use social media than to model in real time how to use social media to build people up, to spread information, positivity, and love. Be the model for what we would like to see them do. So that's where I am jumping into this podcast world to share the stories of influencers in this field, tell the stories of the people who matter the most, our students, and help educators be at their best for the students. In the upcoming episodes, you're going to see this podcast evolve. It's new. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm literally sitting here in my basement. I'm calling my podcast booth. And I'm recording segments of this podcast and I'm forgetting to save things I'm forgetting to type in notes it's it's a challenge 
but it's going to grow and it's going to get better. But here's what I have lined up. Here's my plan. I'm going to be bringing on some co-hosts, I hope, in the form of high school students. Again, going back to what we're here for, we're here for our students. That's our bottom line. It's about growing humans. So why not make them part central, a central part of the conversation? I can't promise that they're going to be there all the time because, you know, they've got sports and after-school activities and who really wants to hang out with the assistant principal filming a podcast or recording a podcast? But I'm going to try. I'm also going to be inf uh, interviewing influencers in the public school education world, in particular around the Twin Cities because that's where we're located. But beyond, when available, I know I've got a couple of friends coming into town next month. I'm going to drag them to the basement and record them as well. But I also want to talk to people on the fringes of education. Let's talk to community members. Let's talk to birth educators, people who are starting from the very beginning of human life. Anyone that has a role in growing and nurturing our future amazing community members, I want them here. I'm also going to be talking to folks about wellness. And I'm not talking about gurus. I'm talking about teachers who will focus on wellness and just work hard at it. Wellness is a central theme in my life. And you're going to get to know that. You have to be well to do well. As educators, we're constantly running ragged. And we have to make sure to take care of ourselves in order to take care of our littles. And all along with that, I'm going to be documenting how this spread of social media platforms as a communication tool in the public school world goes. Teachers and administrators, we have to jump in. We have to evolve and grow with our students and families. So let's try it. Let's do it. So clearly, I'm excited to get this going. I'm nerding out a little bit that this is even a thing. I'm super grateful to the Anchor app. Shout out to them for making it possible for a guy like me to record a podcast from the comfort of my own phone. Folks, again, 2018, it's the future. Please let me know what you think by logging on, follow on Anchor, or go to Twitter. If you go to Anchor, hashtag walkwiththem. If you go to Twitter, follow me at, at Mr. C. Ledesma. Let me know what you want to hear about. The audience matters too. This podcast, by the way, is going to be formatted to fit a 15 to 35 minute time span. And here's my thinking behind that. Moving here to the Twin Cities four years ago, I learned that everything is about 15 to 20 minutes away driving from one end of town to the other. 35 minutes if you hit traffic. So I want this podcast to fit those limits to make it as accessible as possible to listeners. I want you to be able to go into your car, put the phone on the dash with one of those doohickeys, open up the app or iTunes, wherever you're going to find this podcast, by the way, iTunes, hashtag walk with them should be there. And, and press play, right? And on your morning commute or afternoon commute, be fed some positivity, some student stories, some inspiration, some challenging thinking, and, you know, let's grow together. Let's spend some time together. With all that, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening. This again is Christian Alberto Ledesma signing off, wishing you a happy and healthy week. Peace and enjoy.